0: Hey guys, this is Destiny. This is Megan. Welcome back to our podcast. What? Yay! So, we're still a little out of breath right now because we just got done dancing. Whoop whoop. Hey! We told you guys that we would, so and. we did. And I don't regret it. I don't either. That's good. Yeah.
1: I thought you might. No, I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not your favorite thing. Definitely not my favorite, but I can at least say that I did
0: it. So here's what it looked like to paint the picture for you guys. Hmm. We pulled out my big Bluetooth speaker. We spent 30 minutes putting together a playlist. <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> was really, I
1: think, the hardest part,
0: actually. It was. It
1: was. Yeah. We called the playlist Kinda dancey <laughs> Because all of the songs that I like are not dance songs. So I'm like an alternative person. So the things that I was picking was like Avril Lavigne. Yeah. Not something that you can really dance to.
0: Yeah, like EDM or like house music.
1: You can totally relate to her though. Oh yeah. So did a lot of headbanging and. Let's see you later, boy. (laughs) Just, you know, he wasn't good enough for her. So (laughs) we had to let him go. So I think my go-to
0: move was in college, I used to get made fun of for this all the time because all I would do was like the air drums and that's still all I did.
1: (laughs) Hey, it got you moving and Uh, I saw you jumping around a lot. I
0: did jump, but even while I was jumping, I was air drumming.
1: But hey, you did more than just that. I did.
0: Yeah. What was your go-to move?
1: Um, I definitely jumped around, uh, when it came to Kelly Clarkson, come oh, find yeah. out she was kind of my jam. She was good. I do not hook up. That's the one we Yeah, did. that was pretty great, surprisingly. Um, I also did the worm once, but it did not last very long, because <laughs> once you get older, it turns out that hurts a little bit. Yeah, I so. could I was never a,
0: a wormer. <laughs>
1: And, guys, I can only do it backwards. I can't do it forwards. (laughs) So that was also a problem. Oh, man. That's awesome. Yeah. So that was our update.
0: So, anyway, it took us the entire... Like, we've already recorded, at this point, the entire episode. Yep. It goes live tomorrow. Yep. (laughs) And we just got done dancing. But we did it! We did it. So you're welcome. So, you know... And I kind of like it. I did find that I... I think the part that was best for me was, like, just singing as loud as I could. Like yeah, that was really nice. With no care. I feel like yes. that helped me mm-hmm. more than
1: jumping up and down. Yeah. So, um, next time we have a jump it out thing. Jump it or, out? I mean. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much that what we did. Basically. <laughs> We've renamed it, guys. So, next time we have a little dance party. It's really going to be more of a sing it out party. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I like it. Yep.
1: We could. So,
0: anyway, um, another update. Online dating. Hey, hey,
1: hey. I'm not doing it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down to, like, my last guy, and then I'm probably not going to do it anymore if this doesn't work out. You like how she said my last guy? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Destiny.
0: How many has there been? A, a couple. <laughs> Several. I don't know. I mean, to be fair, like, you didn't really talk to any of them. Like, you would talk to them and then they
1: would be weird. No, like, yesterday, for example, side note, um, there was one guy who sent me a message and he was like, hey, I knew before I ended up reading all of your profile that we'd be sleeping together. Yeah, I like to take naps, too. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Stop right Uh there. never responded. He sent me another message today and was like, oh. Um, I just reread that message and realized it probably sounded really sexual. You think, and I just meant that I like to take naps. No, you're like not. whatever. Still not
0: responding. What a loser. So. Our friend got on it today. She came over yeah. and she got on bumble and she was scrolling and saw a guy in his shirt said, You're not getting in my pants unless you love Jesus. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Way to represent the Christian. No, I was like, you are an idiot. Ugh. I can't stand you. Yeah. So these have been our experiences
0: with <laughs> online dating. Hence why I am not doing it anymore. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah. And the last update is my plants. Yay. Okay. I've bought tin, bought bought. I now have oh. <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> That's exciting. I haven't killed any of them yet. Yes. Bravo! So I'll keep you guys updated. That's pretty big deal. I know. It's exciting. One of them is toxic if pets eat it though. Oh that's good. So So it's like high up on a shelf.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah. But so maybe next week we'll see if she's named any of her plants. I
0: already have.
1: Oh! <laughs> well,
0: one of them is a. I don't know the actual scientific name, but the like popular name, I guess, is Marble Queen. Oh. I call it Queenie. <laughs> Very original. And I got a rubber tree and I call it rubber. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like these names. And definitely. I have a
0: spider plant and I call it spider. spider oh i like that a little bit of what i thought of so anyway oh but i do have a bamboo plant and it's not mm-hmm. named
1: bamboo
0: it's what? named fortune
1: <laughs> oh, well wow. because it's a fortune <laughs> bamboo <laughs> i guess that's slightly more creative anyway. maybe they're all really cute though they are my plants
0: so in our next episode we talk about this later but in our next episode we're going to share some of our dreams Mm -hmm. we want to share some of your dreams so send us that message we'll remind you later um and yeah we hope that you guys enjoy the episode thanks for
1: listening hey guys so for this episode we're going to be giving you 10 reasons why journaling works our first reason is to process your emotions. So fun. It really is. I am an internal processor, and so it can be really hard for me to first process through things with people. Sometimes I don't even know what I'm feeling, and so whenever I go to write, it really helps to just be able to figure out, like, what it is that I'm actually feeling. So that way, like, I can work through it and be like, oh, okay, this is where I'm at and now that I know where I'm at and what it is that I'm feeling and going through, like then I can talk to it with people. yeah, I use it to like verbal
0: diarrhea, yes. about everything <laughs> in my life. I like it, yeah, I just it everything gets so jumbled up in there, yes. and I have a lot of thoughts that I shouldn't share, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. not for me destiny. <laughs> Not inappropriate thoughts. (laughs) Just not good to let other people know. Yeah, like, you should keep that to yourself. Like, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Yeah, I struggle with that, too. (laughs) So, I sometimes spend time with the Lord while journaling, (laughs) and I say those things to Him. Yes! (laughs) But, once I'm past all of that, like, initial blah of, like this sucks, or mm-hmm. this is great, or whatever it is, then I can say, okay, this is actually how I'm feeling. Yeah, I feel angry, or I mm-hmm. feel sad, or rejected, or whatever it is. Now that I can identify that, I can deal with it. Yes. I love that. Because you can't deal with it if you don't identify it. Exactly. So maybe number one should
1: be, identify Identify your emotions all right so guys number one (laughs) identify your emotions that's what we're doing right now (laughs) it's good it'll work number two for
0: reasons journaling works is a timeline um journaling can prove whether you are in a tough time or you've been through a tough time It can be a great tool to look back on and just see a timeline of your life. Um, Sometimes when we go through trauma, we forget things. We forget details. We forget things that are related to the trauma and things that aren't. Um, It's just something that our our brain does as like a self-protection kind of deal. And when I went through counseling for the first time, well, for like... The fifth time, but for the first time that I actually started doing the work, um, my counselor asked me for a timeline of my life because she was like, you have a lot of holes missing. And I was like, I can't tell you a timeline of my life. And so I had to go through um, high school journals and I only had like two, I think, because I started journaling junior year of high school maybe I don't know I had to go through those those didn't they gave me some information but because I didn't start early Mm -hmm. enough like I didn't have all of it so I had to like go talk to my parents and my parents were like why are you doing this I was like I promise it's gonna help me and they were like no like and then my mom was like why don't you remember any of this? And I was like, I don't know. This is why I'm in counseling.
1: Right. (laughs) So accurate.
0: So I just think that who, like, we all want good things to happen Mm -hmm. in life, but sometimes bad things happen and trauma can be as like big as sexual abuse, or it can be as small as like, somebody betraying you like the way that it leaves you feeling is trauma and that still affects you the same way and so an effect from trauma is like memory loss yeah and so even just for a practical reason other than well I guess identifying your emotions is practical
1: (laughs) I'd say so I guess all this is practical (laughs) pretty much
0: but like just to be able to have that and say oh okay when I was 20 years old this happened and
1: I don't remember that Mm -hmm. I think even from like a standpoint of good things happening too like if I don't actively think about something then I forget it and so it could even be like good things that happened 10 years ago that because like I haven't thought about them in a long time like it's just something that I don't remember and so then I'm able to go back and be like oh such and such happened when you know I was this age, and like that was a really good experience, and now that like I've looked back on it, like it's starting to jog my memory, yeah,
0: and that's so important too because if we forget the good things and it's hard to like keep gratitude and it's yes. hard to remember like for me, that's important because there's times where I'm like, God, this sucks, like mm-hmm. where are you? This is rough, and I forget all of the good things that he's done for me and all the ways that
1: he's been faithful. So that's good. Absolutely. a good point, Megan. So keep a timeline guys. It helps you keep track of things. Yes.
0: Number three is confirmation and adjustments. (laughs) And I feel like that doesn't make a lot of sense. So we're going to talk about it.
1: (laughs) That's good.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I recently went through a time where I, was having, I, I was listening to these different podcasts and I was really just allowing myself to go down this like hole of maybe everything I've learned about hearing God's voice is wrong. And maybe I don't hear God's voice and mm-hmm. I've just been making it up my whole life. Um, and that stuck <laughs> like, that's not a fun place to be. no And so about a, two weeks ago, I pulled out my journals Um, to look for something specific and I couldn't find that, (laughs) but it was great because I was able to go through and see all the times that I wrote something down that the Lord spoke to me Mm -hmm. and all the times that it came to pass. Like he proved himself true in this and he proved himself like that I can hear him. Mm -hmm. Um, and so It was great to have that confirmation of, like, oh, I am okay. (laughs) I just listened to something that threw me way off course. And instead of checking that, I allowed myself to just, like, start doubting everything. And so to be able to go back and
1: have that
0: confirmation Mm -hmm. is great. Um, And that's just one example.
1: Yeah, I think um, for me... I've definitely struggled a lot over the years with hearing God's voice, too, especially because, you know, sometimes when you think you hear Him, it sounds so, like, different to, like, culture and, like, Mm -hmm. what society says, like, you should be doing. Um, So being able to be like, okay, I feel like God is telling me that I'm going to get a job here. And, like, it may not make any sense in the natural, Mm -hmm. um, but then, like, being able to look back... And be like, oh, yeah, it may have taken a year. But, like, I ended up getting that job that he told me that I was going to have. And so being able to be like, yeah, I do hear him sometimes. Yeah.
0: (laughs) A lot, actually. (laughs) No, and just other confirmations, too, of, like, if you set a goal and you, like, months down the line are not where you want to be or you're losing sight of that. And you can go back and read it and say, Oh, this is why that was important to Mm -hmm. me and I'm on the right
1: path and I'm doing the right things and I just need to keep going. Absolutely. And I think sometimes even along with that, like you may start something for a specific reason, but then like, as you start journeying through that, then like your heart starts to change, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so then you're like, Oh, well I may have started out doing this because I wanted success or whatever. Um, but now, like, this is the place that my heart's in, and it's actually, like, because of the people that are involved in it, and so then you're able to look back at something and, like, be able to make those adjustments.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And adjustments are fun, too, because (laughs) sometimes I'll look back in my journal, and I'll be reading, and the Lord will say, like, you should do blah, 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 or I want you to do this, 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 and Mm -hmm. and a year later, I'm like, oh. (laughs)
1: Yeah, just like with this podcast. We wanted to do it last year, and just because of us, we never got around to doing it. And so...
0: Yeah, it took us basically a whole year. We Mm -hmm. talked about it in April of last
1: year. That's crazy. We, like, had a whole meeting about it and everything. We went to a coffee shop and, like, sat down and, like, had our laptops, like, made all of these documents, and we're like, yeah, this is gonna be so fun.
0: And then some things happened... And then some more things happen,
1: <laughs> And then a really big thing happened. And then maybe another big thing. And here we are. So <laughs> it's great to be able to have confirmations and to make adjustments when necessary.
0: Yes, absolutely. Got to get back on course sometimes.
1: Yes. So get those confirmations and make those adjustments. So number four is dreaming. And I kind of see this in a couple different ways. One of them being like, right now I have the dream of starting a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. And whenever I look back in my journals, I was able to see from four or five years, like before now, where like there's just this one little thought. And, like, that thought over the years has ended up, like, leading to this dream that I have now. And so, you know, whenever I first had the thought, I thought it was really stupid. <laughs> I was like, huh, this would be really cool, but, you know, it's whatever. And then now I'm where I'm at with this dream, and I'm like, oh, this is something that's actually been growing in me for years that I never actually saw until, like, you have this big dream now. That's exciting. It is. It is. Yeah.
0: Okay, that's good. Yeah, I think that makes total <laughs> sense. <laughs> and it's so true. Like, uh, I so yesterday I binged a few episodes of Brene Brown's yes. uh, new podcast. You Love should her. To her. Um, and I don't remember which episode because I listened to like four of them. Nice. <laughs> but in one of the episodes, one of her guests said something along the lines of, "What if the true reality of who we are is in our imagination and not in?" our everyday life. Mm -hmm. Like what if the things that we think about and imagine and dream of are who we truly are Mm -hmm. and who we're created to be, not just this person that we've been, that we've like become.
1: Yes. And I think along with that, that's kind of the second direction that I was wanting to go in is how over the years, whether it's from like things that have happened to us or things that we've done, we kind of lose sight of dreaming, and we just, like, get in this rut of just trying to survive life, and, you know, when I look back at journals, I'm like, wow, I used to have so many dreams, and I've done absolutely nothing with any of them, because I've just gotten to this place of, like, this is life, and I just need to survive and get through it, and so... It's really cool to see that, so that way, like, I can now be like, okay, what are the dreams that I have now? What is it that I want to do? And, like, start mm-hmm. getting back to that, like, child-likeness.
0: Yeah. So, one thing that we want to do with this is, um, on our next episode, we want to hear your dreams. Yay! So, send us a message at anchor.fm slash 10 reasons. You click on the little message button. And we can share some of your dreams. We will share some of ours Mm -hmm. and we want to hear yours and we want to be able to like partner with you in those
1: dreams. And if maybe there's something that we can do to help you. Absolutely. Collaboration is so important when it comes to dreams. Like we can't do things alone. And so Mm -hmm. we really want to be able to foster that place where we can come together and not just say that we're gonna cheer each other on. Yeah. But like actually take the time to do that. Absolutely. So send us a message because next episode we are going to share some of those. And we're so excited. Yes! So the fifth reason is to see your progress. And I think this is really important because when you're in the middle of something, it gets so easy to lose sight of how far you've actually come and being able to like overcome it. And so, being able to look back and be like, oh, I really am a little further along than I thought that I was.
0: Yeah, or, like, I have gotten some healing Mm -hmm. and made some progress. I have told my counselor so many times, (laughs) I am in the exact same space that I was when I came to see you. Mm -hmm. And she's like, no, you're not. And so, I have had to go through some of my journals sometimes to say, okay, this happened, and it triggered my rejection, and, but, here's the progress that I've made. Like, before, I would have reacted this way, and completely isolated myself, and completely just shut down, Mm -hmm. and kind of self-sabotage, and lash out at the people around me, but now, I just get a little sad, (laughs) (laughs) which I'm still working on, like, I'm still in that process, but, like, that's
1: progress. It absolutely is. And I think sometimes we get caught up in thinking that like we have to take these giant leaps in order for progress to happen. Um, And so I think it's really important to remember to give yourself grace that like baby steps is still progress. Absolutely. And whenever you're healing, like healing isn't linear, you know what I mean? So it's not just here's point A and point B and Mm -hmm. this is you getting there. It's going to have setbacks. It's going to have detours. It's going to be messy, and that's absolutely okay. So look back at the little victories that you've made, and don't forget to celebrate those.
0: Yeah, and it's so fun when you can see something, and you identify it, and mm-hmm. you go back in your journal, and you say, oh, I used to react this way, but now, like, I don't even notice when that happens. Mm. I. It's so freeing, and it's just such a time of celebration where it's like, wow, all of this hard work that I've been doing and all of this emotional drama, like it's been worth it.
1: Oh, I love that. And then you're able to look back, like if somebody is going through something that you've gone through, like for me, um, maybe something was self-harm. And so now if I have a girl that's coming to me and she's like, hey, this is what I'm struggling with and I don't know how to get through it. Um, then I'm able to look back and be like, well, these are kind of like the steps that I took and this is what my process looked like. And yes, yours is going to be different, but like these are the very real emotions of what it was like going through that. Mm -hmm. And so these are going to be very real for you too and like just being able to relate to other people on their journey of progress.
0: Yeah, and showing and sharing empathy with them, Mm -hmm. such a big deal because shame is, sucks. Yes. And empathy kills shame. Yes. So I learned that from Brené Brown too. Okay, <laughs> she's great. Just listen to her, okay? <laughs> so yeah, see your progress. All right, number 6 starts our ways of journaling that we're going to share with you. So the first one, but number 6 of the whole podcast <laughs> is free writing. Um and I think that I don't know, this is just my opinion. I could be totally wrong. I think that this might be the most popular form mm-hmm. <laughs> of journaling. This is definitely what I do. Yeah. Um. So free writing is basically you just open up your journal or your laptop and you just start writing. No rules, no structure. You just completely start writing about whatever it is that's going on in your life, whatever it is that you're feeling. Um, And it's it can be long paragraphs. It can be just sentences, whatever it is that works for you Mm
1: -hmm. I think this one is nice because maybe like I'm at work or I'm at the mall or wherever it is that I am and maybe like I come across a quote that I really liked Mm -hmm. and so because I don't want to forget that then I'm able to just open like the journaling app that I have on my phone and just like jot that down really quick Mm -hmm. and then later on whenever I actually like have some free time then I'm able to go back with that and like write down you know something else about that
0: yeah that's true My journals are kind of a hodgepodge at this point. I still Mm -hmm. use, like, notebook journals. Like... Cute ones though. Oh my gosh! Like yes, the spiral brown college ruled. No. no, like no, they cute, gotta be cute journals.
1: Mm-hmm. And going to the store to buy a journal yes. is like an event. Oh my gosh, it's <laughs> so freeing. And then like buying pins to go with it, right? So like yes. I color coordinate my journals. So like, <laughs> just my everyday like blah 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 is written down in black, and then like quotes are in a certain color. If there's like a scripture, that's I in a love color. That. Just so that way, like whenever I go back, it's not quite as overwhelming because I write a lot and I write big. And so if I just see all of these pages of black, I'm like, Oh no, I don't even want to take the time to go through that.
0: Yeah. My journals are full of me journaling and that for me, typically that looks like I'll start off by saying, oh, it's been a long time.
1: (laughs) Yes, just like when you were in middle school and you had, like, your first journal and you're like, hey, it's me me again. again. Yes. (laughs) I love it.
0: (laughs) Or, and I'll do, like, if it has been a long time, I'll say that and then I'll do, like, here's what happened in the past however many months. (laughs) Right, and I think that's the hardest part is you're like, oh, man.
1: It's great when you're doing it every day because you don't have so much you have to remember. But then, like, when you have those moments of it's been a couple of months or heck even a few weeks. And you're like, Oh man, what's happened? And how can I sum this up super quickly? So my hand doesn't start hurting. I
0: always have the thought, like I need to catch my
1: future self up. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because one day I'm going to look back on this and I need to know what happened during this time. Yeah,
0: absolutely. <laughs> and so I, my, my journaling style or technique mm-hmm. or whatever is, I'll start with that. Or <laughs> if so it's cute. been, if I've been doing it, consistently then I won't start with that because I don't need to Makes <laughs> sense. but I'll typically start with like what happened in that day or if I'm really emotional I'll just go in yes those are my
1: favorites because then you look back on it and you're like whoa yep
0: and the Lord is so good he never fails to come and talk to me about all the things that I'm writing down That's great. And so I'll, like, write down what I'm feeling or whatever, and then I'll stop. And most of the time, he's like, are you done? (laughs) I'm like, okay, yeah. And then I'll write down, like, if I feel like he says anything.
1: And I think that's really the best part because I love structure. I really do. Rules are great. But then there's also this other part of me that I'm like, oh, you're going to give me this rule? I don't like it, so Mm. I'm not going to abide by it. Let me see what I can do to push that. She's a wing eight. Yes, nine wing eight. It's great. (laughs) Um, So many contradictions in it. It's awful living in my brain sometimes. But yeah, this is a great way to be like, there's no rules on how this is supposed to look. And so you can really just get creative with whatever you want this to look like.
0: Yeah. It could be a novel. It could be little notes, Mm -hmm. whatever works for you. Absolutely. It's my
1: favorite.
0: It's what works for me. Mm
1: -hmm. But
0: I know that it can be overwhelming for other people. So especially
1: if you don't like to write.
0: Yeah. Or if you've never done it before, it's like, I don't have anything to write. Mm -hmm. So we'll give you some more options. But the first one, number six, is free writing.
1: Okay, so the second way that you can journal and the seventh reason for journaling is dream journaling. We've already talked about writing down your dreams whenever you're awake. So this one is more in relation to dreams that you have while you're asleep.
0: Yeah. So one example is when I graduated high school, I moved to Oklahoma for college and joined Victory School of Leadership. And I, before any of that, before I even knew what VSL was, I had a dream of being on this porch, um, with all these people that I didn't know and the assistant director who at that time, I think I had seen her, but I didn't know who she was. Mm -hmm. And I just had this dream. I didn't think anything of it, but it always stuck with me. It never went away. I I would think about it randomly. And then when I moved to Oklahoma and joined VSL, our very first week, we always did, like, a beginning of the year retreat, and that was one of the nights. Like, that exact moment happened Mm -hmm. with the same people, with the director talking about the same thing. Like, it was the exact thing as the dream. That's so cool. And so, like, those are fun, and I like writing those down because it's obviously... For me, I'm, I'm, like... Oh, I'm doing the right thing. Like,
1: (laughs) I'm in the right space at the right time and all of that. Absolutely. I've had a dream about um, having the job that I have now. So it was really cool being able to look back a couple years and seeing this dream that I had and, like, how it came to pass years later. You know, I've also had dreams about fostering and adopting. So, like, one of the dreams that I had about fostering, um, it was this little girl. And at the end of the dream... I uh, had to end up letting her go because she was going back to her biological parents and I remember whenever I woke up just the heartbreaking feeling of having to let go of somebody that you love and it was like I knew whenever I woke up that it's going to be preparing me for like this is what it's going to feel like when you're in that moment type mm, thing. Um And then also having dreams about adopting from different countries. And I mean, I'm not saying that that's, you know, the way that it's going to happen, mm-hmm. but it would still be really cool to write that down. And then, you know, years from now, being able to look back and be like, oh, that okay. actually happened. Yeah. Like the similarities and yeah. all of that. Yeah.
0: So people write down are there I don't because listen this requires you to write down your dreams right away when you wake up and there's just (laughs) no way that I'm gonna roll over and write
1: what I dreamt while I was asleep because I'm still sleeping really right I don't remember most of my dreams it's usually like in the middle of the day whenever I just have like this epiphany moment of like oh I had this dream this morning. Yeah. And sometimes they're good, sometimes they're not, sometimes they're about a movie that I watched right before I went to bed, and so it has no meaning whatsoever. I had some pizza, and I got some, like, indigestion (laughs) going on. (laughs) So you're having, like, these weird, random, whatever dreams. Yeah, but I mean, if you think that the dream that you have has importance, write it down because you just don't ever know. Yeah. Write them down.
0: Reason number eight or the third technique that we're giving you, is called one line a day. It's just, you know, before bed or when you wake up or during the day. You So I guess whenever you want. (laughs) Just name all the times a day, Destiny. No rules. You open up your journal, your app, your book, your laptop, and you just write one line. Whatever that looks like. And um, when we looked up these techniques, this one specifically talked about how it's easy to get into a rut of saying, like, today was good or today was bad, Mm -hmm. but instead to give yourself prompts, like, today I learned blah, 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 or Mm. today this exciting thing happened today. Um, or, like, just give yourself a question to answer. Like, at the store, you know how they have those, like, one a day for five years type books? Those are cool. Um, but I like this one because it's kind of an easy way to do
1: a self-check-in. Absolutely. So, so maybe it's just this check-in of, like, this is what I'm feeling today, or like when i was going through counseling my counselor really pointed out which i already knew this but <laughs> funny it, how that works. i know <laughs> uh, having her pointed out was slightly different where <laughs> she was like you really like to hide in certain situations and i was like yes yes i do and so then you know she was like so we're going to do something about this and it's that next week I want you to have, like, an opportunity where you chose not to hide when you really wanted to, and I want you to write it down so we can talk Mm, about it. That's so good. And so it was, you know, during the week, my one line in my journal may have been, today this happened, and I chose not to hide from it, or I chose to have this conversation, and that was all that I wrote for that day.
0: That's so powerful. Right? I love that.
1: Too bad I didn't keep up with it. (laughs) (laughs) we can do it again. Hashtag (laughs) conviction.
0: (laughs) Oh, it's so good though. And just to be able to say, just a quick check-in with yourself, like today I'm at a hundred percent and that's fantastic. Or Mm -hmm. today I'm at 10% and you know, being able to reflect on your one line to say, okay, this is what I need to do
1: to help Mm -hmm. myself get better. Oh, absolutely. I remember writing lines last year um, up like, I feel like I'm about to have a breakdown because I've got nothing left in me. And so then, you know, if I was having a breakdown later on that day or the next day, then it wasn't like this big surprise that this thing was happening mm-hmm. because I had already checked in with myself and knew where I was and knew to kind of like expect what was coming. So that way, like I then was able to process through it and go from there. Yeah. And, you know,
0: using it as a tool to be proactive, like, yes, being able to see, okay, on Monday of this week, I wrote that I was at 50%, and on Thursday, I wrote that I was about to have a breakdown, and being able to see, like, okay, now in the future, when I hit 50%, mm-hmm. I know that I need to, like,
1: do something about it. Exactly. This is probably one of my favorite ones, even though it's one that I don't do as often as I should. (laughs) It's hard. It's accountability, man. That's the hardest part, but it's really good because it can really keep you, you know, just on track with where you're at.
0: Yeah, it's good. So even if it's just a start to journaling one line a day Mm -hmm. and it doesn't have to be a self-check-in, it can just be today I learned
1: that dogs are cool. Yeah, it can be as serious or as fun as you want it to be. Today, I didn't kill any plants. (laughs) Yay! Progress! (laughs) It's a plus for me. (laughs) (laughs) So, write one line a day and see what happens. Okay, so the ninth reason that you should journal and the fourth way that you can journal is doodle journaling. So I'm just going to throw this out there right now. Neither one of us are doodlers. No. And so we really don't have a lot to talk about on this one. (laughs) My doodling
0: consists of, like, you know when you're a kid and you would draw, like, the house with the triangle roof? Yes! And,
1: like, the grass and the little (laughs) four-petal flowers? Yes! Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. So, I mean, with this one, it's really the same concept of... If you don't like to write and doodling and drawing is your creative outlet, then draw during the day, you know, an image that describes how you're feeling or Mm -hmm. of a dream that's in your heart right now.
0: Yeah. My counselor used to, well, she still actually does this with me. Like, she'll ask me to give her a picture of what my relationship with the Lord looks like. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like if I were a creative person, that would be something that was would be good for me to draw. Yeah. And draw like how I feel about that.
1: Absolutely. So So doodle journal if you like to doodle. Doodle doodle. So our final reason that you should journal and the fifth way that you can journal is to track your goals. So this one can be kind of like with your mental health as we've been talking about. Or it can even be something like fitness, coming up with, like, fitness goals that you have and writing them down so that way you can keep track of, like, the progress that you're making, and then maybe you decide, like, two weeks from now, you're going to look back on that, and you need to readjust something because you thought that you had enough nutrients in your body, but you weren't eating enough for where you wanted to be right now, so then you have to change that around. Yeah, or
0: financial goals, like, if you want to... Um, save a certain amount of money mm-hmm. by June or if you, um, I don't know, people have different financial goals, like for sure. saving for a house or saving to mm-hmm. build a savings or an emergency fund or paying off all of your debt, like writing those steps down, writing down what you're going to do, like creating smart goals mm-hmm.
1: in any area that you have a goal is key. Absolutely. For me, at the end of last year, I decided that for 2020, I actually wanted to start pursuing some dreams that I had. Yay! And so I started writing down different things that I've wanted to do and then how I could actually, you know, like practically do those things. And so one of them was to become a CASA volunteer for foster children because I've wanted to do that since I was 18 and you couldn't start that until you were 21. Mm-hmm. So at the beginning of this year, I started looking at how you can get involved and saw that they had a training coming up and just sent a simple email out and signed up for it and mm-hmm. so now I'm doing that
0: yeah and writing down like
1: your goals with all of that because your goal is advocacy right in different ways yes and so yeah so that was the big goal yeah and then was able to, like, break it down from there with different things I wanted to advocate for. And mm-hmm. one of them was foster care. And yeah. so this was the way that I decided to go about that. Yeah. And
0: goals can be so big like that. Like, if your goal is to be an advocate, it gets complex in the sense yes. of, like, okay, well, in what area and in what ways do mm-hmm. I want to advocate and things like that. And so being able to to journal your goals or to write them down, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it, like... Helps you keep track of where you're at, what the big picture is, and the steps that you're taking to get there.
1: Absolutely.
0: So. Write down your goals, people. And then do something about it. Yeah. Be like Megan. On this thing.
1: Thank you for listening to this episode where we talk about why journaling works we hope that this has inspired you to begin your journaling journey if you haven't already that's cute i like that whole
0: thing journaling journey if you go to the store and buy a journal for yourself be sure to let us know
1: and side note fine tip pins and brush script pins are perfect for this.
0: Yes. Listen to Megan, people. She
1: is a pen connoisseur. It's kind of a side hobby. You do have a hobby. I better let these men know that I have something besides working out to do. (laughs) I'll go to the
0: stationery store. Yes. (laughs) But seriously, send us a picture of your journals
1: because we love them. Absolutely. And don't forget to let us know what your dreams are so those can be included in our next episode yes it's
0: anchor.fm slash 10 reasons and it's the number 10 not the word yeah so send us a message we will share those in the next
1: episode and I think that that's everything I think so too so again this is us just learning how to use our voices and we hope that it empowers you to learn how to use your voice too